Good morning, friends. This is Ashley Daily Encouragement. By the time you guys hear this episode, it is number 37. It is the day after Christmas. I hope you guys had a wonderful holiday. Hopefully, just kind of recovering today and just getting ready for the new year. You know what I mean? It's flying by, you guys. So I just want to jump right into this thing. I got a lot I want to share with you guys. Today, we're going to be talking about the real and the ideal. Pulling planks for perspective's sake. You guys, I told you yesterday we're going to be jumping into Matthew 7 today, and I think this is just a really great picture of, you know, how God wants us to face certain things in our life so we can see more clearly and develop the wisdom that he wants to form in us so we can move on with the plans that he has for us. So let's just do a little quick recap of what we've been talking about this week. I'm going to do that for my sake because, you guys, I didn't write any of this out this morning. You know, I'm just speaking from my heart again, as I usually do. And uh, so I'm going to kind of walk really quick, you know, where we started this week and kind of how we're finally closing it up. Uh, And for the next three weeks, we're going to be doing a revelation revamp. What that means is I'm going to be sharing with you guys the biggest revelations that I had in 2019, you know, starting in January all the way through December, you know, basically 12 episodes, one, one per, uh, one per day. So, um, you know, through the podcast one month per day and, uh, hopefully just inspiring you guys to take a look back at your life over the year and reflect on, you know, what the Lord's been doing in you. Right. I mean, we got to make memory our good servant. We got to remember the things that the Lord has revealed and we got to, you know, also remember the experiences that we've had, the wisdom that we gained from that. You know, even if it was a painful experience, you guys, we can learn wisdom because we got to learn how to deal with the knowledge of evil and how it impacts our life and the lives around us. And so we can't really, we can't be afraid to face either side, right? We need to face the good and the evil within ourselves, you know, evil being things that keep, you know, keep us from loving, uh, loving God, loving others, uh, you know, accepting grace in ourselves, accepting the love and the things that we need. You guys know what I mean? So we got to be willing to face all of ourselves in this way, in the light of God's love and allow him to really just, uh, get in there and do the work that he wants to do in us so we can do the work that he's called us to do, share the grace of God in its various forms through our different life experiences. And so that's going to be really, really good. There's some, also, there's also going to be some future episodes coming up, um, that I'm really excited about you guys. I'm not going to give too much more information about it. Uh, but I promise you guys, we've got some episodes coming up next year that are going to be so good, so encouraging. And, um, as you know, the time approaches, um, and I feel like I have permission to share it with you. I will definitely be doing that, you guys. So I pray, I hope you guys stay tuned for that. And uh, you guys find some value in everything that, you know, we're trying to do here at Daily Encouragement. So let's just jump right in. Monday, we were talking about asking ourselves the question, where are we in the process of life? Where does God have you right now? You know, where are you realizing and being becoming more aware of where you need to grow and mature as a person? What areas do you need to take more ownership of your life, right? We talked about that on Monday and I shared with you guys, you know, I'm in a place where the Lord is like, Ashley, you need to start living from your heart. You need to start, you know, living and doing the things that I put inside of you and sharing those things, uh, you know, a little more boldly and, you know, just stepping out. And I was like, you know, last week, as I was thinking about these things, you guys, I was like, Lord, you know, I don't, I don't know what it's like to live that way. You know, I'm terrified to live that way. I don't want to make the same mistakes I had. And it was like the Lord said to me, Ashley, 
you can't make the same mistakes because I've revealed to you what caused them to begin with. Okay. So you guys, this is why it's so important to go back in your story and the pain of it in that way. God will show you what led to that to begin with. So you never have to fear repeating the, 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 future again, or the the past in your future. You're not going to take the ball and chain of your past with you into the future because you're going to understand what led to some of those outcomes that you're afraid of happening in your life again. And so it was like the Lord reminded me, Ashley, I'm already showing you and, and we are going through this process together. So I encourage you guys to talk to the Lord about those same things. You know, Lord, where do you have me in the process? Where do I, where do I have pain in my life that I need to face? Where do I need to, where do I need it reconceptualized? And go from there, you guys. And here's the thing. This is what it's going to take. I wish there was a, like a how-to, you know, just kind of like a quick fix thing. But it don't work that way. Not with, not with the human heart, right? You, you've got to break up the unplowed ground. You've got to break up the places in your heart that you know you're isolated and hiding. Because everybody does it different, you know. And so that's your responsibility is to, to bring these things to the Lord. And really get objective with yourself in that way. So we talked about asking yourself where you're at in the maturity process. And then we talked about the people that we can find ourselves in relationship with and how we got to be careful of the people we hang out with, right? Are we, uh, what, what are their characteristics? Do they do things to be seen, to be honored, or to be heard, right? And we talked about that mentality kind of with the religious people in the church. Jesus confronted that. I think it was Matthew 6. And so we got to be willing to be objective again look at who we're bonding with, how that's impacting us. Do we find ourselves acting this way? You know, I told you guys, I've come from a place of doing things to be seen, to be honored and to be heard because I was just seeking approval from these people. I didn't want to be judged and criticized or condemned, right? There were certain things that I put on uh, to protect myself from those things. And you guys, I, I just need you guys to, you know, ask yourself that, you know, how are the people that you're doing life with in Christ, the people that you talk to about your relationship with the Lord, you know, what is being produced in you? And, you know, how do they respond in life? And so you guys can check out that, that episode. That was uh, Tuesday of this week. And then yesterday we talked about the importance of setting boundaries and, and with family because, you know, and I was like, well, how does that really tie in? But, and I think it ties in because, we want to bond, right? We want to mature. We want to bond, but that's going to take maturity as far as looking at yourself. It's going to take relationships and it's going to also, you know, uh, knowing how to do this with the people that you already, that you live with in your own home, right? If you can't bond and set boundaries with the people in your own home, you're not going to be able to do that on the outside of that, right? It's going to be very challenging for you. And as I was sharing yesterday, why is it important to have boundaries in your family? Because your family is supposed to be the first place that love and bonding take place. And so you got to have things in place to protect that love. You got to have some boundaries. This is what we do. This is what we don't do, right? This is, this is the goal and why we do this. We're trying to preserve the trust and the love and the respect and the truth and all these things, right? So we're going to set up parameters to protect that. And we're going to be on the same page of what that looks like. And so that takes maturity. That takes, uh, intentionality, you guys. And so I just wanted to, um, you know, bring that back up for today. And I got distracted, you guys, because I've got my Facebook thing on here. Let me just message out of that right quick. And that way I don't have to hear that stuff because I get distracted, you guys. <laughs> anyway, so last but not least today, real and the ideal, right? The whole idea of pulling the planks for the sake of perspective. How does that tie in? 
you guys. You know, and that's what I was asking the Lord. I'm like, Lord, how does this all tie in together? You know, how do we, how do we uh, take your word when it says stuff like it does here in Matthew 7? Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye while all the time there's a plank in your own? You hypocrites, first take the plank out of your own eye and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. You know, I'm like, Lord, how do we apply this to our life, right? And how do we do it in the context of our lives? Not just have like a Christian way of doing it. Like, okay, uh, I'm just gonna, you know, I, I better get the sin cleaned up in my life before I talk to my brother. Okay, that's definitely an angle you can take. However, let's go a little bit deeper than just paying attention to sin, right? What about the perspectives that you have in your life, that keep you from receiving God's grace, walking in who God says he is and who you are to him and the plans that he has for you, right? We can't just focus on one area of our life. We got to focus on ourselves as a whole because we're whole beings, right? I mean, we, we, uh, we're very, we're very integrated, right? Everything we do affects every area of our life, whether we recognize it or not. All right. So how can I say this, you guys? We're on this journey of becoming a new creation, all right? We're, we're looking at our lives. We're finding out where we are, who we're hanging with, and how we are practicing, you know, becoming this new person, right? If God is, is bringing you to a new place in your life, you've got to have the people in place for that. You've got to have the right relationships. You've got to understand the things that you need to do to protect and steward the goodness that God has put inside of you through boundaries, right? You got to, and you got to feel comfortable enough to have boundaries with the people that you're with. And I hope that you are establishing some type of bond first with the people that are in your life to help you. There's got to be bonds first, you guys, or else it just feels like tyranny, right? You got to have bonding before the boundaries or else you're going to feel like cut off and misunderstood and all that kind of stuff. And I think that's what usually happens a lot, especially in the churches, right? You go into the church, there's not a lot of bonding that happens. It's just a lot of boundaries and regulations, right? Do this and do that. And so, you know, it can feel very oppressive at times if you don't have the bonds in place. And I think that's where families even struggle a lot is they have, you know, all of these rules and structure, but there's no emotional attachment to one another in the, in the process, which is the foundation, right? As I said, a mother bonds with her children first before she tells them what to do or before she says, this is what I want. This is what I don't want, right? Children need that. We still need that as adults and that's not going to change, right? How do you guys feel about a person who you've never met? They come up in there and they're trying to tell you you're going to do this and that right? You, your defenses go up. You're like, wait a second. You don't even know me. Like, do you even know what's going on here? Are you even aware? Are you paying attention or are you just trying to be in control? Right? Are you just looking for a power trip? So, but in order to really understand these things, we got to go back and look inside of ourselves again. And this really ties to Monday, but I think when you're going from where you're at right now and where the Lord's bringing you to be, you have to be able to see the planks in, in your eye. Now, not just physically a plank in somebody's eye, but the, the eye that's within yourself that reflects on your life and the perspective that you see things through, right? The filters you use in your mind to see reality, right? How you see your life, how you see other people and how you see God. Now, how do you know if you've got a plank in your eye? 
How would you know? What does it even feel like? Well, think about it literally. How would it feel if you had a plank, a piece of wood sticking out of your physical eye? That would hurt, okay? So you got to look inside your heart and ask yourself, where is the hurt? Where are the, the hurts that the planks are wedged in, okay? Think of a piece of wood wedged in your physical eye. Now take the same plank and stick it in your heart. That's going to that's gonna be an indicator. You're going to feel pain. So start right there. Where in your life do you have pain, all right? Where in your life are you not facing the pain? Because you will filter your life through that pain. What I mean is, if you're still in pain, you will do everything you can do to make sure you don't get in pain again. All right. So instead of healing it and just removing the plank, you you think, well, how can I just protect myself from other planks not happening? Well, can you really, how can I say this, you guys? You can't necessarily protect yourself from those things because to love is to be vulnerable and open to attack. Right. So you, you, there's this balance of keeping the armor off so you can receive and give freely with no planks in there, no pain, but then also leaving yourself at risk of getting hurt again, right? To be open to attack is to be vulnerable, right? Not wearing a shield to protect yourself from being hurt because a shield in itself is really heavy. You guys like trying to guard yourself from getting hurt. You know, that's why the best thing you can do is just get some wisdom and some discernment, figure out, you know, the type of people you want to have in your life, how you want to bond with people, how you want to live, what you want to become, what you want to do, and gear your life around what you need to get to that. It's much easier to live that way than it is to live in a defensive mode of, I'm going to protect myself from pain because you don't know where, you don't even know where it's going to come from, so to speak, right? And pain comes from people, right? We hurt each other. So that's why we got to be able to check our relationships and, you know, how we're operating in those. But anyway, right? So how do you know you have a plank? The pain that you feel in your heart. And if you haven't dealt with that pain, it's going to blind you to future opportunities, future relationships, hinder you from the progress you want to make in your life and all those things that you look forward to in your life, but you never get to experience because you haven't asked the Lord to pull the plank. All right. You'd it's to you. It almost feels safer to have it because if you just keep yourself in pain, then if you get hit again, you're like, well, I've been in pain the whole time anyway. So I'm already kind of numb to it. Right. So it becomes just kind of a way of life. But um, think about if you're in pain and then you're trying to tell your brother how to live, you know, it's like, how can you help somebody if you're still broken yourself in that way? Like, what are you going to say to them? I mean, it can feel like criticism at that point, right? If you haven't dealt with your own issues in life and you're trying to tell your brother, oh, fix this and fix that. Because your your plank might be different than their plank. You might be hurt in a different way than they are, if that makes sense. Sometimes we can see issue, issues in each other's lives a little bit more clearly because we're not facing the same thing they are or have the same pain, if that makes any sense, you guys. So, you know, asking asking the Lord to help us to remove those things from us so we can see clearly, right? To remove the speck from our brother's eye. You know, it's amazing when you get the plank pulled out from your eye, you're going to see your brother in a different light anyway, you know, because you're not going to be filtering your, your relationship 
through the pain that you've had in the past and then maybe living on a more of a defense level with, with people, if that makes any sense. You may not say certain things or do certain things or take certain risks in that relationship because you're really trying to just protect yourself. And so, you know, we got to be willing to, to take a step back, you guys, and ask ourselves these questions. And, uh, you know, this, I'm, I'm not going to get into this because after that he goes, do not give dogs what is sacred. Do not throw your pearls to pigs. If you do, they may trample them underfoot and turn around and tear you to pieces. So again, why do you think it's important to learn how to do these things, you guys? Set boundaries, recognize where you're at, do the work. Because you might be throwing your hard work to people that don't value it, right? How? I mean, what do they say? How long does it take to make a pearl? It takes a long time. Pearls of wisdom. I think pearls, I believe in the Bible, are symbolic of getting wisdom in your life. And it takes, it takes, it's a process to get wisdom because you have to go back through your life. You have to go back through your experiences, figure out how those things impacted you, and then start to get that discernment, which leads to wisdom, right? You know, you look at the the outcomes of your life and ask yourself, how did I get there? Right. And you just go through that so you can get the wisdom that you're seeking to get those pearls through the experiences that you've had and, uh, you know, using it to your advantage. What is it? There's this, uh, saying on my wall here, you guys, from this book I was reading and he, and it talks about the oyster and the sand, right? Cause now we just talked about pearls and Jesus said, don't throw your pearls to pigs. It says the oyster completely and totally rejects the particle of sand. Hold on, you guys, I'm going to grab it off the wall really quick. I wasn't planning on reading this to you guys, but I think it's really good because I, it's gonna, I think it's going to drive the point home a little bit more. The oyster completely and totally rejects the particle of sand. However, the sand holds on. Throughout the oyster's best efforts, it stubbornly refuses to budge. Eventually, that grain of sand develops into a beautiful pearl. Its new value came as a result of being absolutely rejected. Isn't that amazing? Isn't it amazing how God can use the planks, the hurts of your life to make you absolutely valuable? You have a new value because of the things that you've been through. So you got to look at your pain, at, at the planks in you that have, you know, as a opportunity to get a new value. Because when you integrate God's grace into your life, he's going to give you a new perspective, a new way of looking at that thing. It's going to liberate you because Jesus already said the truth will set you free. Okay. You guys, you got two different types of truth here. We've got the truth of God and his word and what he says. And then you've got the truth of your life and the experiences that you've had, the pain you've experienced, the rejection, the abandonment, right? Whatever it is that formed who you are right now and the perspective that you're looking through your life through, right? You've got those two things going on. At some point, you've got to be willing to submit the truth of your life and the stuff you've been through to the truth of God, right? If he, if you've been through rejection and you're stressed and you're worried about your life and all these things, and the Lord comes to you and says, don't worry about your life, what you'll eat, what you'll wear, what you'll drink, seek the kingdom first, everything else will be given to you. For you guys, for me, that sounds like an invitation for liberty, okay? Why would you not submit the things you've been through that caused that pain for you to stress and worry, why would you not turn that over 
to the hands of the master, the potter, and say, okay, God, reform this, this thing right here. How do I take that and remold it? You guys, I, I cannot stress this enough. You have to be willing to ask God these types of questions, or you're not going to get the answers that you seek. You're going to just do it in your own strength anyway, right? You might get started for a little bit, and then when things don't work out, you'll just be like, oh, it doesn't work. God's grace doesn't work. His spirit doesn't work. His word doesn't work. God's, you know, whatever. I just give up. It's like, seriously, you know, I don't, I don't think so. You guys, I know that God's word is true. I know that you want it to be true in your life. You just have to be willing to face those things that you use to protect yourself in this world, right? Those things that you use to hide and defend yourself from any more pain in your life. So you guys, I just want you to think about that today. Think about the planks that you have inside your own perspective, your, the eye of your life, the, the view, the filters that you use in your life to look through how your life is going and, and, the, percep- and the perception that you have of your life. Ask the Lord to reveal to you what, what those areas that are blinding you, okay? So you can move forward in the things that he has planned. You guys, I want to move forward in what the Lord wants me to do. I don't want to stay stuck in any type of way. I hope you guys don't either. So just take some time over this, you know, revelation revamp to revamp your passion for Christ and ask him, Lord, what am I carrying that, that, you know, I don't need to be carrying that is blinding me to the goodness of you. You say these things, Lord, but I don't feel it. I don't know. I'm not experiencing it. You know, whatever it is, it could be, like I said, fear, you know, go, go check out Tori, Tori Slaughter with Our Given Purpose. She will help you walk through that process of the chains of arrogance, pride, fear. What is it? There's another one. I think there's four. And either way, she talks about those those threads in our life that we got to be able to face to those defenses that we have against being hurt. Right. We got to be able to look at ourselves that way, you guys. Um, so anyway, my friends, this has been fun doing this podcast. This is the last podcast. I think, no, wait a minute. I got two more for 2019. We've got the 30th and the 31st. We're going to be starting that revelation revamp. Um, so I'm excited to share those things with you guys. Thank you guys for all your support this far on the podcast. Um, Thank you to the sponsors out there who have sponsored this podcast. Um, It's a huge blessing to me, and I really appreciate you guys investing me in that way. And uh, I just pray that this podcast will continue to add value to the lives of the people that listen to it. Um, You guys, I hope I made sense today. I I feel like I was kind of all over the place. I didn't have anything written out. You know, it was just something that I wanted to talk talk about, especially with the planks and, and removing those things. And, uh, you know, just being careful who we give our wisdom to as we go through this, you know, because if you try to give your wisdom to, to people who aren't ready for it, they're just, they're not going to appreciate it. And if you're not careful, you can fall, you find yourself back in this victim mentality and feeling sorry for yourself. And the Lord doesn't want that either. You guys, that's why we got to have discernment in our relationships. Who, who, who's going to value the, the value and the process that you went through in your own life to get where you're at. And who's going to, Who's going to really take that to heart? Who's receptive? Who's open? Who's receptive? Who's appreciative of you? Those are the people that you need to surround yourself with, you guys. And so um, that's the other thing I'm looking forward to this next year, you guys. I really want to try to start integrating 
uh, more of the life coaching process into the podcast. I'm not sure how I'm going to do that. I haven't quite figured it out yet. I'm going to be talking to the Lord about that. Lord, how do I take the life coaching process and integrate it into the four areas of life? Because these four areas, you guys, we're going to be dealing with this in every single area, every single area of our life, you know, always going back to these four things. And so, you know, I'm going to be talking to the Lord about how I can take this life coaching process, deliver it to you guys on this podcast through these four, four, you know, main areas and try to just empower you guys a little bit more, give you guys a little more food for thought. And, uh, you know, just give you some more tools. But again, if you guys aren't receptive, open and appreciative, then there's, you know, you're not going to find any value in this podcast. If anything, you know, you're just going to get frustrated with it. But if you really take these things to heart and you ask the questions that I ask you guys and you bring it to the throne of grace, cause I can't, it's, I can't cultivate your relationship with the Lord for you. That's your responsibility, Right. I'm just trying to give you the things that I use with the Lord that have brought me to this point. And I want to share with you guys every little thing that I have so you guys can experience the fulfillment and the peace and the joy and the, you know, just the empowerment and what, what it really means to be a child of God and how all the shame that I've been through, all the things I've experienced, as I've shared with you guys on the podcast, you know, don't have to define me and your own shame in your life and your childhood stories and and things you've been through, they don't have to define you either. God wants to use that to give you wisdom, to give to other people, but you cannot be afraid of the blinders that are in you from the pain that you've experienced. All right. So let's work on this together, friends. Let's ask God to kind of continue to heal us and uh, bring those things to our awareness for the sake of walking in greater freedom, because the truth will set us free. And if we can face the truth of how we're being, the truth of ourselves, we can integrate God's word. We can become sanctified and consecrated, you guys. I that's another that is another podcast episode, you guys. We're gonna eventually be talking about that whole process too. Sanctification and, and consecration. They're not just holy words we say at church, you guys, but is it is the ultimate process that God uses for us to be set apart for the plans He has, to fulfill the duties He has for us, and to be able to do it with a heart of gratefulness, gratitude, and what's the other word it, it used today? I think it was conviction. Yes, it was conviction. You guys know what conviction is? It's the things you're convinced of. What are you convinced of? Ask yourself the question. Are you convinced that God is against you and the world's against you and everything's against you and you're just this victim that has all this stuff that's happened to you? Or are you convinced that God loves you, that he has a plan, even if you don't necessarily feel it, but you're willing to go there because... You've heard over and over again from millions of people across the world that God is good, that he has grace, that he wants to redeem your life. And you're like, okay, God, I'm tired of sitting on the sidelines. I want my life to be true in that way as it is for all these millions of people that you keep bringing across my path to tell me the same message that I refuse to receive from you yourself. Take God's grace from his, from his fellow, you know, from us, fellow human beings people that have experienced God's grace. We've experienced this shame that you have too. Hallelujah, right? We can relate to you. We are God's grace in his various forms. We're trying to tell you, you can have it as well. We are not special in the sense of, uh, you know, have not felt the things you have felt. We've just looked at it from a different perspective, you guys. So that is all I have for you today. I hope you have an awesome, awesome, awesome weekend. I look forward to jumping in with you guys on Monday, talking about these, you know, revelations I've had. I'm kind of excited, you guys, to look through that myself. I'm sure there are so many nuggets that I've forgotten about, and I can guarantee you have forgotten a lot as well. 
But I hope you guys write things down. Start taking notes of, uh, you know, the burdens that you carry and then the thought process that God used to relieve that burden. So when you start feeling it again, you can go back to that place and say, okay, God, this is what I used to think, but this is what you're teaching me now. Help me, Lord, to really smash this, this in. So, all right, you guys, check me out on Friday. Daily Encouragement with Ashley Campbell. Uh, what is it? Yeah, I do Facebook Live. And then uh, Soul Food Sunday on YouTube with my husband, Scott. We just share with you guys what we're learning in our life and hopes of encouraging you. So I love you guys. Have an awesome, awesome rest of the week. And I will see you all on, or, you know, not see you guys, but you know what I mean. (laughs) I will be chatting with you guys on Monday. Talk to you guys later.